Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now when you use promo code DNVR, new customers, all you got to do is make a $5 pregame NBA Moneyline bet. And when that team wins for you, you will get $150 in free bets with code DNVR from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. I am Patrick Lyons. And from my Clearwater studio, I am Susie Hunter. Patrick, this is our first show together of 2023. That, that's it. Happy New Year. Is it still is it too late in the year to say Happy New Year? No, no it's, Where's the it's, line? Where's it's the line? January 3rd. It is absolutely not too late. I feel like once it's like January 15th, it's too late to be wishing people a Happy New Year because we're like halfway into the month. But no, no, this is very much still in safe Happy New Year territory. I could see but a lot you know of- what? You know what? Because I haven't seen you all year. That's right. I could see some people thinking January 15th is late. But in my head, I had January 15th as well. So, like, I think I think that's right. Sometimes we're on the same page. It's not often, but sometimes it happens. That's it. Well, let's find out today if maybe we're going to be on the same page as far as whether or not the oh deal God. that the Marlins were asking for Brendan Rodgers is something that the Rockies should uh, maybe do a little more, a little bit more than kick the tires on. Mm-hmm. That's a possibility. A couple ex Rockies uh, signed deals around MLB. Atlanta continues to sign players to extensions. The Rockies did that uh, a lot in the last calendar year. We'll kind of compare those things. Uh, we'll talk about some of the free agents that have recently signed. By the way, Carlos Correa still a free agent. I, I don't know. For the second Super year in a row Super weird here, situation. Super weird situation. It's been two straight years, 2022 and 2023, that he's been a free agent. And then, of course, we'll talk a little bit about uh, what's going on in Boston right now because uh, they've, they've uh, enjoyed a nice day there with the Winter Classic. Uh, there's got some general shenanigans going on with that. But let's uh, let's start with some New Year's resolutions, Susie. Yeah. Uh, a couple weeks ago, when you had Vic Vela on, he, he talked a lot mm-hmm. about the wave. Is that a New Year's resolution that Rockies fans or baseball fans need to make for 2023? Stop think, doing the wave? I think so. I think now that we know that pitchers don't like it, we know for sure from a pitcher that it is not well-liked if you're on the mound. I think it's it's time to it's time to put it to rest. It's disruptive. People are trying to do their jobs. I would contend to say that perhaps we just need some – rules we need some written rules or unwritten rules so as you said the you know, pitcher, i think we have to write the rules down at this point i think we just got to write them down so everyone if is pitchers on the hate it page. if pitchers hate it then you wait to do that when the dodgers are on the field okay hey that would work uh what about like in the minor leagues though is that slightly different rules for the minors versus the majors where 
you're doing the wave that I a little bit more okay with, you know? You know what? Um, no, because you are still in the pitcher's line of sight when you're doing the wave. So you still can't do it if your pitcher is on the mound. You but just can't. We need you. to write down these. Literally, yeah. we need to get like 10 commandments outside of City Hall style, like stone, where we write the 10 commandments of being a baseball fan and put we'll it outside see, of course. We'll see field. how good the Photoshopping is, the holding the ten tab- the two tablets I've got here uh, in my arms. Yes, uh, you could do it for the opposing team in the minors, unless he's a top 100 prospect. Like, mm. again, there are a lot of potential wrinkles uh, in this uh, banning or, or stopping of the wave. Look, you just you have to have the self-control. No one's going to do it for you. You just have to have your own self-control. That's what a resolution is. Wow. Well said. Well said, so. Patrick. Uh, I also think one uh, another resolution needs to be for adults to stop bringing their mitt to the ballpark for batting practice. For batting practice. In-game. I'm okay with in-game. Okay. But batting practice, uh, in addition to running from section to section yeah, to you section. Can't, you can't run from <laughs> section to section, okay? Whatever, you know, what's-his-face is up to. It's not cool. It's not okay. We needed to we needed to put that to rest years ago. And with that, I'm not okay with like boxing out others for baseballs, especially mm-hmm. if it's not in your general one to two seat radius. Cause again, I'm thinking more about uh the guy who caught the ball that caught the Aaron Judge home run number sixty-two, where his seat was located. He moved like eight seats down and the ball landed in, in, I think it might've been a Red Sox fan in his seat, but he was like, he was pushed over. He was bodied out of the way by the guy who eventually caught the baseball. And there hasn't been that much conversation about that, but uh, Mm -hmm. I could see, you know, you could get in a lawsuit for something like that and say, Hey, you were, you came into my space. You took something that should have been mine. Boom. Lawsuit surprised i am surprised people aren't getting sued for boxing out home run catches yeah because that guy could have made three million if you just took the first offer instead of the 1.5 that he got in auction yeah that was what he ended up getting but if you're if you're the blue jays fan who caught it you probably were taking that three million dollar you know payday to begin with because you weren't i don't know greedy perhaps uh but again Stay in your section. Bring your mitt if you want. If you're an adult, mm-hmm. I, I got no problem with it. That's why I said if you got a mitt during batting practice, I, I think that's okay too. But uh, I would you rather catch what? it with my bare hands, to be honest. You know, but you know, I think maybe maybe some people know their limitations and they know that that's going to hurt their hand because you know that's these true. are these are professional athletes. They hit the ball pretty hard. Oh, that's true. Yeah, uh, buddy. Uh, that's. Uh, I think he might still be a member, but Matt uh, met up with him uh, a couple years ago during the Arizona Fall League. Mm-hmm. In I think it might have been in 2020, he was in the outfield. His buddy stood up to try to catch the ball during a spring training game uh, mm-hmm. that Rymel Tapia hit. He didn't catch it. It hit him right in the chest uh, and actually caused a, a lot of damage to him because he, he's like, all right, my, my guy's got it. He's protecting me. Didn't really see it off the bat. But uh, but shout out to Matt there. Uh yeah, okay. you know what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say bringing a mitt to anywhere where baseballs are flying is okay with me. I'm going to not take on your New Year's resolution to not bring a mitt to batting practice. Susie, I can't wait for your nephew to start joining little league games and, and participating oh. in that because now you will have to start bringing mitts to that and take your own. Advice. I will. Oh there my god! Please. 
Yes. Wait, do you know, do you know how aggressive my dad is about catching like foul balls and home runs and all of that? Cause like he brings no. a mitt to every game I and I that. actually could picture him. I really could picture him running around a little league game, trying to catch home runs and foul balls off of his grandchild. That is hilarious. Now I can't wait to see that. He can't even walk yet, but he can lift his neck up. He's so advanced. Oh, that neck is yes. No, he's very strong. Yeah. No, you're, so <laughs> your, your dad's going to be using his grandson uh, as, as a device. Just hold him up with the baseball. Could you sign the sweet spot for the kid? And then after he mm-hmm. gets, I was like, okay, this one's mine. This one's mine. Now let's get one for you. <laughs> he's got to get two of everything. Oh, please. We've already, we've already been using him to get stuff, but you know, for him, like I got a, a ball from the world series. Cause I was like, please like my sister, like she's so pregnant. She could have her baby any second. Like, can I have a ball? And the guy was like, yeah, sure. So like, you know, I, that's great. I'm like, and I wasn't lying. It was for him. Like he has it. Like it wasn't for me, but I'm like, yeah, no, like the baby is going to, He's going to have everything. Is it in his room or does he have it in the way of like, I'm going to hold on to it. And then in the will, it will be bequeathed to him. Like, or does he, does he actually have no, it? It's at, it's at his house. It's at his All little, right. I don't know if it's in his room yet. Cause I think they're going to put it in a frame, but does, does he live in a little house? Like I, there's a lot that I don't know about. Kids. The baby has his own house. Yeah. Wow. Okay. There's a lot that I don't know about children. All <laughs> right. What I do know as far as resolutions go, you should definitely make sure you're pre-gaming at the DNBR bar. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. That's a big one because you know if oh, you're diehard. Is this an ad read or is no. this just <laughs> This is proper New New Year's resolutions for uh, for fans for baseball fans because you get fifteen percent off as a diehard. Like that's that's a good one. Uh, also, if you are a season ticket holder, partial, full time, whatever it is, mm-hmm. do not sell your tickets to Dodgers, Red Sox, or Cubs. Don't series. sell them. Co- go uh, to the game as Rockies fans, please. Yes, or or Giants. Like I get it. Those are games in which if you sell those seats, uh, or Yankees. Yankees are coming up too. I don't. The Yankees might not be too bad. They'll they're going to be in in full force. But I don't know that it'll be too bad. But those are the games where if you sell those seats, they'll help pay for you know a Tuesday night game against the Pittsburgh Pirates, which you don't want to go to anyway. So go have fun at those games. Don't let those fans invade the ballpark. That needs to be part of a Rockies fans' resolution for 2023. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Especially, I mean, yeah, really plan ahead for those Yankees games because Yankee fans are everywhere and they travel well too. So I just don't want to see that much Navy blue at my ballpark. So please guys keep that in mind. It's, it's cheaper for some of them to go to a series in Colorado. Actually. Yes. Their own ballpark. So (laughs) Yankee stadium is expensive. It is. And it's full of Yankee fans. They're awful. Yes, Yan- Yankees games and Orioles games. Uh, Camden Yards, Yankee Stadium, full of Yankees fans. Another important resolution: if you are, if you got seats or are hanging out up at the rooftop, you need to watch at least two full innings of baseball. Full innings, not pretend for two innings. You have to watch two innings of baseball. If you want to get out of the way early, the first and second inning, that's probably a good choice. And then you can relax, but watch two innings of baseball. I feel like just asking those people, I feel like just asking some of those people up there (laughs) to watch one full inning, to watch one full half inning. Oh my God. Like, I feel like no one is ever watching the game up there. (laughs) You might, you might be right. You're like six full outs. Like, wow, you are really breaking down the minutia to make it sound bigger. Six whole outs. I was watching like, no, it's, it's, it's one inning. That's, that's all it is. We, we know someone that Patrick, I feel like maybe you are asking for too much. 
<laughs> two innings? <laughs> Wow. I don't think I think Maybe. most people up on the rooftop do not watch more than I just I feel like they do not watch more than one inning. Well, we know someone that went to a game and they were just a little bit curious and uh, they went up to five random people and said, do you know who's playing right now? And all five did not know. Now, I think they so knew the Rockies. I think they knew the Rockies were playing, but the, the opposing team, not quite as much. That's pretty brutal. Yes. That's pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's uh, that's an important resolution. And then finally, you need to wear more jerseys or jerseys of players that are no longer with the team. That To me, that's a, that's a throwback. If you're wearing a Connor Joe jersey, even that's a more recent one, I still want to see that. The more obscure, the better. Again, if you've got that Nike City Connect Todd Hollinsworth jersey, that mm-hmm. is exquisite. Again, it doesn't exist. You have to make it on your own. And when you do, I will buy you a beer at the DNVR <laughs> bar at the confluence of Colfax and York. Still not an ad read, but <laughs> that's the kind of stuff I love seeing. Like the national anthem, I'll, I'll catch my breath a little bit. And mm-hmm. then before I sit down and the anthem's over, I look around and I scope. That's the best kind of people watching. What kind of crazy jerseys are we going to see? So more of those, the more obscure, the better. I, oh my gosh, you talking about like, yeah, that moment, like, you know, after the national anthem where we're kind of looking out like, oh my gosh, look at that guy wearing a tacos jersey. Like I, I miss that so much. I am like, now that it's the new year, it's 2023. We've got like a month and a half until pitchers and catchers report. I'm like itching for baseball. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. No, it, it happened immediately on Sunday where yeah calendar flip. And so like, I'm, I'm ready. Like it's, and it'll, mm-hmm. it'll be here in, in no time, like whatever, six weeks, month and a half. Oh yeah. We're already like training. trying to talk about like, Ooh, what's our spring training plan? Like what's our opening day plan? It's like, okay, it. it's literally January 3rd right now. We need to pump the brakes. <laughs> what's wild is I, I sort of think the start of spring training to mm-hmm. the start of opening day feels longer than what like the next six weeks will be because Interesting. it's, it's probably, they're, they're essentially like equidistant to each other, right? Or they're, they're the, it's the same amount of time, but you're just building so much excitement just to hear the pop of the mitt, you know, the warm climates, especially if you can go down to, you know, spring training and it's like, oh man, it's warm, it's Arizona. And then you're really waiting and waiting and they're playing games, but you know, you're not going to see anyone hitting two or three home runs in a game. Guys are leaving early. So you're getting that taste, but you're like, I need a lot more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, you hit first week in March, second week of March, and it's like you're really, really chomping at the bit, probably even more so than we're chomping at the bit for the start of spring training right now. I know. Oh, my gosh. I'm so ready. Also, like, I, clearly I'm not back in Denver yet. I'm, like, in the middle of my, like, once a year nervous breakdown where I'm like, no, it's too cold where I live. <laughs> so I'm just, like, I'm very excited to go down to Arizona in general. Yeah, yeah look. <laughs> I'm chomping at the bit for baseball, but you don't have to worry about chomping at the bit when it comes to the Bones Highland Burger because you could just chomp on the burger at the DNVR bar where you know when you're a diehard, it's 15% off your entire tab. Booze, beer, burgers, you name it, 15% off. For that, you get 20% off at dnvrlocker.com on all the swag that we've got there. 20% off on all our tailgates. we got a final one coming up on Sunday. Uh, that the Broncos have going down that beautiful spot behind sports fan uh, overlooking mile high stadium. It's, it's, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. We, we were talking yesterday with Spence that like, this is the, this is the thing that, you know, you're waiting for all season long or all year long with the NFL. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, the season's over, but this is the last chance to like make those memories until August and, uh, 
and 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 their you know preseason camps and, and whatnot. So uh, enjoy that. Don't take that for granted with that tailgate again, twenty percent off when you are a diehard and a free shirt each and every year. Every year. Uh, you're a diehard. Every year. <laughs> yeah, the the years are flying by uh, far too quickly, uh, but your 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 drawers are going to be loaded up to the hilt <laughs> with some uh, some great swag, especially that new Aaron Gordon shirt is like. Uh, amazing game time tickets. I, I almost used it on Sunday for the Celtics game. I was looking at some prices. I noticed they were a little bit better at game time. And I also noticed as we got closer to tip off, the prices kept going down. That's what makes game time app. So absolutely amazing. You get seats that you never thought that were possible on the 50 yard line, even courtside behind home plate, or even just to get in the door uh, for a big matchup like Celtics and nuggets uh, on, on Sunday night. So if you wait up to about an hour until game time, you can really get super cheap tickets. I've gone to shows at Red Rocks for as little as $15. Like that's, that's where it's at. 15 million folks are using it. Make sure you join them. You could download the game time app to score the best seats available, or you can actually use the link in our description. Does a little uh, nice job of, of kicking something back to us. And uh, we yes. always, we always appreciate that. We absolutely. deserve, we deserve a kickback. So <laughs> we do. No, we, we, we absolutely do. NBA season, as he said, with the Nuggets, man, power rankings, best record in the NBA. Like it's, it could be the Nuggets. We could be talking Nuggets and Avs in the same year. We've had, we've had like the last two years and it just hasn't come to fruition in the postseason. Avs got it done in the Stanley Cup playoffs, but now it could be the Nuggets time. Three straight MVPs for Nikola Jokic. I think you could still bet on that on DraftKings Sportsbook right now, uh, but their promotion uh, for DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is just make a simple $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win. And when they do, of course, you get $150 in free bets. You can do the same game parlays. So basically, <laughs> you know that Nikola Jokic is going to be in and around a triple-double. You can mm -hmm. either go with the line and say, yeah, he's going to do it, or say, you know what, he's going to have assists, but he's not going to have rebounds tonight, depending on the matchup. But if you do two, three, or four of those things together on the same game, you can actually have a super huge payout when you do. Download the app now and sign up with uh, code DNVR, because first-time users, all you got to do is make a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win. And when they do, that's $150 in free bets for you. That's with code DNVR, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum agent eligibility restrictions apply. See our show notes for details, especially if you are watching on the DNVR Sports channel over on YouTube, even in the podcast. That, that's in there, too, for you as well. It's everywhere. Everywhere you want to find this podcast, you're going to find that link. We put it everywhere. It's true. Props to the folks in Norway that have made us you know, a top 10 baseball podcast. So. Wait, Norway. are we really a top 10 baseball podcast in Norway? We're doing well in Norway. Shout out to the folks over in Germany too. Uh, I want to give names out. I want to give, I want to, I want to salute these, these fine folks that, that have been listening to our pod, but internationally you, we're, we're strong. We're, we're kind we're of a hit. I love this for us. Yeah. A lot of ex Rockies uh, have signed elsewhere. Julian Fernandez signed a minor league deal with the Toronto Blue Jays. He had some trouble last year in Albuquerque. His walks were up over five home runs through nine were, uh, per nine were, were through the roof, but, uh, we'll always have that. I want to say 102, 103 mile an hour fastball that he threw in 2021. Yeah. Like dude was a fireballer. Just couldn't really find a strike zone. Unfortunately. Yeah. You kind of need, you need to do both that again, you, you can break things down. I would know <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, your stuff, you know, your stuff when it comes to that throwing strikes, Tyler Nevin. 
we old uh, friend he, Tyler Nevin. Old friend. That's right. He was acquired by the Detroit Tigers after being designated for assignment by the Orioles. What's interesting about this? So he was uh, he was acquired in the Michael Givens trade uh, mm-hmm. during the 2020 pandemic season. He also gave up Taron Vavra, but uh, so Nevin was designated for assignment because the Orioles had just signed to a one year deal, Michael Givens. So he was designated for assignment by the guy that he was acquired for. That's weird. Wow. That's weird. Oh my gosh. That's that <laughs> sounds very humbling. That yeah. that's that kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. Sorry, Tyler Nevin. Yeah, but maybe we'll get a little more playing time in, in Detroit. So that's I'm nice. wishing him the best of luck in Detroit. Yeah. Because and, that's rough. And we wish the best of luck in Georgia because we'll see if he's actually with Atlanta or if he's starting out the season with the Gwinnett Stripers, but Joshua Fuentes signs a minor league deal with Atlanta, which of course begs the question, uh, who will win a World Series first? Josh with Atlanta or uh, his cousin in St. Louis? Because all you got to do is play a game. You play a game with Atlanta. You can even even contribute at the minor league level entirely and help those young guys develop, be a leader on that club, do those kind of things. And I think you probably could get – now, off the top of my head, I don't know any like minor league guys that have been bestowed a World Series ring for their contributions in that way, but it could happen. Does Josh get the ring or Nolan? I mean, there there were guys who, you know, played – you know, I think there was a pitcher who – through like, you know, one third of an inning or something, something very tiny. Maybe it, it was just one inning, but he got a World Series ring, even though he was just there. He got DFA, I think, like the day after that game, too. But like, um, I actually, I'm going to go with the crazy option. I'm going to say Josh Fuentes gets a World Series ring before his cousin. <laughs> Let's go, Fuente. That's it. DJ Fuente is going to get yes. a ring. I think he will. I, I would love to see that. That would be an amazing turn of events for him. Was he was he with any American club this past season, or was he just in Mexico? Where was he this past season? Yeah, he eventually ended up in uh, Mexico, did did really solid down there. But uh, he started the year with uh, Toronto. He, he was in AAA with Toronto and he Buffalo. He started. That's right. He did. Okay. Yep. Right. yep. Then some of their AA guys kind of moved up. He got pushed out again. That that kind of ends up happening if uh, when you're signed to a minor league deal, it's like the young guys kind of take that precedence. And if you're not getting that playing time, they yeah. say, hey, you know, if you want to go elsewhere, you can do that. And uh, so he was successful in Mexico uh, enough that Atlanta said, hey, you know, we actually could uh, use a guy like you to play a little first base, a little third base, uh, provide a little bit of depth. Uh, for Austin Riley, if something happens, we'll we'll talk about his uh, his extension signed last year in a second. But uh, the big news over the weekend uh, that uh, we kicked around a little bit on Monday with with Spence, and we got his thoughts on a uh, a possible Brendan Rodgers trade because Marlins, Rockies, uh, they called each other, and uh, Rocky said, "Hey, Edward Cabrera would be interesting. Brendan Rodgers would be interesting." The Marlins responded with, uh, and that's that's where the conversation ended. And I think the conversation is is over. I don't know that either side is going to pick up the phone. But what were your uh, in, what were your thoughts on that initially when you heard Rogers possibly getting traded? I could not see the Rockies parting ways with Brendan Rogers under almost any circumstance. I feel like he's that guy that because they picked him so high, they're just gonna they're gonna stick with him. They're gonna stick with him forever no matter what they could get back. I really do. I always say this, that the Rockies have hoarder energy and I don't think that they would ever, I don't think they would ever seriously entertain giving up Brendan Rogers. 
Yeah, no, I, I I can't disagree with you at all. We've you know we've talked about the the log jam that they they have a little bit. Again, not necessarily a bad thing, especially when you consider CJ Cronover at first base. He's in his final year before free agency, but uh, you got uh, you got Tolly and Montero over there at at first base. In addition to Crone, Rogers at second base. McMahon can also play there, and then at third base you have both McMahon and Elhiris Montero. So uh, it's a good kind of log jam. I think that the Rockies would prefer to have than not. So. I, I don't see that happening exactly based on, as you said, their previous energy. But if they want to change their energy, this would really be a, a good way to go about, about changing that. So uh, the details on Edward Cabrera uh, are, are actually really solid. He, he signed as a 17-year-old at the Dominican Republic. Uh, and he's been really good throughout the minors, uh, excluding his you know his seasons that he started as a, as a teenager. So basically like the last three or four minor league seasons, he's had a sub-3 ERA, pretty good indicator that he's been uh, – you know, a highly touted prospect, top 100, top 100 prospect across all of the major sites since 2020. MLB Pipeline actually had him as the 34th best prospect in 2022. Now he debuted in uh, 2021, but had a lot mm-hmm. more substantial time uh, this past season. In fact, he made his uh, 2022 debut against the Rockies in the first game of that June one doubleheader. Uh, oh, pitched pretty okay. good at Coors Field, six innings pitched, only one hit, no runs. Did have the four walks, but struck out nine. Uh, and in his 14 starts this year, 3.01 ERA, 1.07 whip. Those are incredibly good numbers for a Those 24-year-old are... pitcher that yeah. still has six years of club control. Six. I mean, that's a that's a good package right there. That is that sounds nice. That sounds like something the Rockies would love to have. Um, but I don't see them giving up the things necessary to get something like that. No, I, I can't. I can't disagree with you, Susie. It's you have to give to get, and it's like, oh, mm-hmm. I want to get that, but do you want to give what it takes? And 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 in Rogers, uh, of course, as the won the Gold Glove Award at second base last year, we know that the shift. Uh, is, is going to make you know solid defensive second baseman all the more valuable there uh, where you're not going to have that third baseman mm-hmm. uh, in the outfield and shallow right field. Now, according to wins above replacement, last year, Brendan Rodgers was 22nd best according to fan graphs. But if you remove that April where he was hitting 078, and, and even September in, in, in the first like week of October, he wasn't really good there. If you exclude that, he was the 10th best second baseman Hit 300 during that stretch, May through the end of August. Uh, had the 12th most amount of home runs for second baseman with 11. Seventh in runs scored with 59. Third in slugging. Third in batting average. And the most RBI of any second baseman from May to August with 59. And he only has, and I say only, he's got three years of club control. Three more years of Brendan Rodgers is, is a lot. But mm-hmm. considering that you know he becomes a free agent after 2025, you'd still have Edward Cabrera for three more years after that. Now, yeah. the, guys, the guys that they have in their system, are they going to be ready in three years? Or are there even enough of those guys that you can count on to be integral parts of the rotation in three years? If not, you might as well take a strength that you have, a position player. They're good at drafting the position players. It's the pitchers that they're having the difficulty with. That's the question uh, when it comes to a Cabrera for Rogers trade. Yeah, and you know, we know... We know that Brendan Rogers just does better in humidity. So I feel like it would be only right for him to go back to his Florida roots, but it's not going to happen. 
Yeah, that makes it that makes it interesting kind of trade that too. Makes it like an even better piece for the Marlins or yeah, for the Marlins to want, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> I think Winter Park is closer to the Miami side than it is on the Tampa side. I believe so. I believe it's more it's like northeast Florida. I feel like it's more cl- I feel like it's closer to Orlando than anything. Yes. Yeah. yeah like that, I think that, if that he's flying home, I think he's flying to Orlando. For sure. I would know because I'm a Florida person now. I've been in Florida for like a damn week. It's true. Well, half of your DNA now lives in Florida, so technically. It's kind of weird. <laughs> as as my mother in law uh pronounces it, you you would you would truly be a Coloridian. You really would be, I feel like. <laughs> she doesn't say it ironically. I, I love her. Oh my gosh, wait, she sounds amazing. Get her on the show. <laughs> she, she's a ride. No, she she's too bashful. She wouldn't she wouldn't uh, Oh my gosh, she's bashful. She's not even she's shy. She's bashful. No, if if she were uh, one of the the seven dwarves, she'd be bashful. Yes, I think. I think that's right. That's adorable. That makes sense. Uh what's uh, also adorable is uh CJ Crone getting some love from MLB top 11 plays to remember from 2022. He was on the list for that 504 foot blast back on September 9th. He should be as he should be. That was an insane home run. Yeah. It's funny. Uh, I was near Coors field over the weekend and happened to be like driving by it three times and, you know, gave a faux you know, tour of the stadium. Like, all right, well it was built 1995 and all this other stuff. And sure enough, uh, my father-in-law had to ask, you know, as, as like, you know, tangential baseball fans do, one mm-hmm. of the first questions is, has anyone ever hit that, hit a ball out of the stadium? It's like, well, CJ Krohn came close. Technically Trevor story did. It was on a bounce, but that's always a, one of those innocent baseball questions where you go, all right, what's relevant. Uh, has anyone ever hit the ball out of the stadium? CJ Krohn's that kind of guy where he could do that. Mm-hmm. He kind of did. I feel like we didn't fa- we didn't find that ball for a long time. We had no idea where it actually landed for so long. Like even us media people at the park were just like, "No, where did it go?" But yeah, I guess it did stay in the park, but like it really didn't look like it did. That's true. Yeah. He also had a 487 foot blast uh, on June 17th against the Padres, which was mm-hmm. the 7th longest in 2022, uh and of the four longest home runs in MLB five of the top 11 overall were hit in Denver. So that's baseball, right? That's baseball. I mean, that is, that's just, that's what Coors Field is here for. We're playing baseball on the moon here. And CJ Crone was on the list twice, as was his former teammate in LA, Mike Trout. So Mike Trout, CJ Crone, they're the same, same value. Besties, twinsies. That's it. I'm down with that. Uh, I'm also down with athletic green. Susie, did you, uh, do you have your travel packs with you down you in Florida? Freaking no, I do. I need to drink it every day. It's the only thing that has kept me alive through new year's in Miami. Okay. I would be dead if it was not for athletic greens. How's that for a dramatic read? There you go. Well, the, the hack, and I've, I've said it before. I don't like cold water necessarily, at least not to start my day. I think it's not good for your immune system. Perhaps. You know, like, you know it, like shocks what? your system, right? I feel like you would not know this, this time of year. Not this time of year. You should be yeah. drinking room temperature or warm water this time yes. of year. And I'm I'm fine with that. If I'm in a restaurant or something, yeah, I'll get ice, uh, whatever. But to start my day, I like room temperature. But I've been turned on to cold water for Athletic Greens. It tastes better. I actually prepared the night before, mix it in, put it in my refrigerator. It 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 tastes a little sweeter. It sounds strange, but it tastes even sweeter. It's already fairly sweet from the vitamin C, but it yeah. tastes even better when it's in the fridge. I love it in the morning. 
I will say, yeah, a cold glass of Athletic Greens is so good in the morning. Yeah, it's got 75 high-quality vitamins in one scoop or one packet. You're getting mm-hmm. whole foods or superfoods. You're getting adaptogens, minerals, probiotics, you name it. And they want to actually hook you up with five free travel packs as well as a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D. All you got to do is head over to athleticgreens.com slash Rockies. That's a key part, that slash Rockies is where they're going to hook you up with the freebies, athleticgreens.com slash Rockies to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And if you need some dental insurance, not the literal insurance, but the, hey, I need my teeth taken care of. It's coming up. It's that time. You're going to be posing for a lot of pictures. It's not too early to start thinking about summer season, the summer bod, your summer chompers, like all of those things. Those are real things people talk about, right? Summer chompers. Yeah, Patrick, of course they do. That's totally a thing. <laughs> I, I can see that one of your New Year's resolutions this year was to do more yes anding, and I appreciate that. Susie. Yes, Thanks. and uh, that's And great. I can't, can't wait for my summer chompers. Thanks to Green Mountain Dental Group. Uh, they're <laughs> Seriously, they're only 15 minutes outside of downtown Denver. Uh, they're actually hooking you up because all you got to do is just mention us. Like, hey, you know, I heard about you guys from DNVR Sports. I know Patrick and Susie have used you, Allie and Lindsay, but they both had uh, to get – uh, their, I think their wisdom teeth taken out a couple that's, years ago. Yeah, that's that's no joke. That's no joke. But they they had as good of a time as you can have getting your wisdom teeth out. Yeah, I almost said root canal, and I was like, no, no, it was a little bit more serious than that, and also mm-hmm. through no fault of their own. Uh, but they had the wisdom teeth removed. They were looked after incredibly well. Just mention that, uh, and what they'll do is they'll go ahead and hook you up with a three hundred dollar discount for a full orthodontics treatment mm-hmm. for new patients. Uh, also. If you mention us, you can get a free set of bleach trays, which is a $350 value with new mm-hmm. patient cleaning, exam, and x-ray. Green Mountain Dental Group, 15 minutes outside of downtown Denver. That is it. I love it. So Atlanta is throwing boatloads of money at their young guys to lock them up for the long term. They've got a core of guys, which on paper looks amazing, looks, mm-hmm. looks great in concept, but I can't help but think, if one or two of these guys don't get along or really start to get bad, the whole concept of, oh, we've got this core. We want to play with them forever for the next six, seven, eight years. The core, it might not Ooh. work. It, it might Ooh. not work as a core if the chemistry's off. It's true. Yeah. So uh, I, I compared both what Colorado did last year, like starting with mm-hmm. the end of the 2021 regular season when they locked up Crone, Diaz, and Cinzatella, and everything that Atlanta has done. Since last offseason, Colorado uh, gave out $233 million in guaranteed contracts to players such as Elias Diaz and CJ Crone. They both got $14.5 million each, bought out two years of free agency from those guys. Daniel Bard, two years at 19 mil. Also, they got two years of his free agency. He would be a free agent on the market right now. Uh, if it were not for that extension that he signed late in the year. Sinzatella got five years, $50.5 million. There's also a six-year option. That bought out three years of his free agency. Kyle Freeland, five years, $64.5 million with one option year. So that could be six years. That buys out at least three years of free agency. And Ryan McMahon's six-year, $70 million deal bought out four years of free agency. So a lot of guys that had they gone out on the market could have made a lot more money or could have gone elsewhere. The Rockies, with that $233 million in guaranteed contracts, um, got themselves two options to add another year, and they bought out 14 years of free agent, free agency. Wow. So that was a lot. That was a, a lot of expenditure. And 
Atlanta spent a lot more than that. Yeah. A lot more than that. And um, they didn't buy like a ton more of uh, free agents. They got 20 years of free agency that they bought out. And I think that's not much more. Yeah. No, no, it's not. And I think a lot of that is because uh, the deals that they gave out with their extensions were for their young guys. So they were really just instead of going through the arbitration process, like, hey, we're going to guarantee you this money. But instead of, you know, going into free agency, we're going to go ahead and, and get you at a, a, a very cheap price uh, to a degree. So they spent $600 million on six guys. This is not including like 80 some million dollars to Ozzy Albies, a mm-hmm. uh, hundred million dollars to Ronald Acuna. Cause those were signed a couple seasons ago, yeah. but uh, Matt Olson, they bought out six years of his free agency, Austin Riley, 10 years, 212 million. They bought out seven years of free agency just for him alone. So he is a guy that they want to be, Basically, they're next Chipper Jones. He, they want him to be a lifer. <laughs> um, but it's also funny because, you know, in the past two seasons, they've let, like, two of their biggest names walk away. So it's interesting who they're choosing to lock up versus who's proven that they work and they've, they've left for other places. Yeah, that's a great point. That's so interesting that, you know, you lose Freddie Freeman. You do bring in Matt Olson, which, which is good, but you got to give up prospects to do that, whereas – you just bring back Freddie Freeman. You don't have to pay for uh, for anything there. You don't have to give away any of your prospect capital. Uh, and then Dansby Swanson, as you mentioned too. I guess they're gonna they're gonna be going with Vaughn Grissom. Although I sort of think, and I just I don't know why, it just feels so right. Jose Iglesias to Atlanta. He's gonna sign a one year deal there. I can feel it. I don't know. I can just feel it. You know what? That is. Uh, it wouldn't be the craziest thing I've ever heard. Plus, it seems like Atlanta's taking a lot of Colorado's leftovers. So, <laughs> why, why the hell not? It. I think they're just going to sign a guy for one year. Maybe Angelton Simmons. They have a reunion with him just to to, to keep it warm enough for Vaughn Grissom or them to figure something else out. Just have a veteran presence there to take some of the load off uh, the young guy there. The Michael Harris, the second contract was eight years, seventy-two million. That bought out three years of free agency. The Spencer Strider deal is interesting. That only bought out one year of free agency. So. They were really like, look, we'll give you guaranteed money. So now you don't have to worry about going year to year to year. You'll know how much money you have. Mm-hmm. You can, you know, invest in a home, get comfortable, do your thing. Uh, but we're only going to buy out one year of uh, your free agency. It does come with a, a hefty, like $22 million option uh, at the end. And then Sean Murphy, the catcher that they just got six years, 73 million. That uh, happened over the last week or two, uh, the bought out three years of free agency. So Five of these guys are going to be together through 2028, so six seasons together. And again, that mm-hmm. doesn't include Ozzy Albies, who will be there until uh, 2027. He's a free agent at the end after 2027. And then Ronald Acuna Jr. will be a free agent after 2028. But I sort of think those guys might sign another extension because they're not getting paid a ton right now to begin with. So I could see Atlanta wanting to keep those guys as lifers. Yeah, very interesting. Um yeah, I hope these guys get along. I hope it works out. I hope they're doing a like little like, you know, team building retreats. I hope they're doing ropes courses together because yeah. that's a lot of time to spend with a lot of the same guys. Yeah. Yeah. The, the difference between Colorado and Atlanta is just the age of the players. Like Colorado is paying for a lot more free agent years, it seems like, for these guys and for more veteran proven players, mm-hmm. uh, whereas Atlanta is is paying for, again, they're just guaranteeing them money. And then hoping that on the back end, uh, when they should be free agents at 29, 30, 31, are productive. Mm-hmm. So kind of, you know, they're doing similar things, but uh, also uh, in a very much different capacity. Yeah. Susie, where's Carlos Correa going to end up? 
when where where anyway right even gonna have a job like what is happening right now no you know what i changed my mind the question isn't where is he gonna end up when is he gonna end up when I feel like Carlos Correa is like gonna not end up anywhere until like spring training has already started. I feel like this is just such a strange situation. I can't. I've never seen anything like this. Have you? Is I don't. I don't think anything like this has happened before. Am I wrong? No. I. I think there might even be like unwritten rules. Maybe they're written. Like when you sign a player, or you announce an agreement. You have to have the press conference within a certain amount of time. I could be wrong. Again, that might be more of an unwritten rule, so it's not a rule at all. But, you you know, there are times in which a guy will sign a deal, and then it won't be like Aaron Judge. I, I forget when. Uh, I, I think it was maybe like the day or two before Christmas or a couple of days. It was a Thursday before Christmas. But he had signed at the winter meetings like two weeks prior or that mm -hmm. announcement. So that took a while for them to have the press conference. Some of that has to do with like, Hey, do you have to knock a guy off the 40 man roster? You can't mm -hmm. just sit around and wait. You got to announce that. Um, but this is something entirely different because it's not officially official yet. He's still a free agent. He's yeah. It, this is just, it's so strange. It's so strange. And I, uh, what is wrong with him? What is his, what's his issue? What is the, do we know what is the issue with his physicals? Well, uh, it seems like they're concerned about a leg issue that he had back in 2014 when he was in the minor leagues. Mm -hmm. um, you know, he's That's had a long some time ago, though. It is, and so again, there might even be something that shows up on the on the exam uh, on his physical that that we don't even know yet necessarily. Maybe, maybe he could have gotten injured, perhaps uh, in the time that the the, the regular season ended, mm -hmm. and uh, you know he he signed, and and so they're kind of figuring that out. Farhan Zaidi, um, head of baseball operations of the Giants, said. They're not going to be circling back to Carlos Correa. So that ship has sailed. But, you know, I, I did kind of posit this idea a week or so ago that I could I, I saw Steve Cohen as getting in on this market or getting in on the signing, knowing that he could have this asset cheaper than it, it, it's actually worth. And, and getting mm -hmm. getting a deal on because I was I was thinking about this when you buy art art doesn't have any feelings art doesn't have any emotions okay. you, you buy it and that's that you can't take advantage of the art you buy it and that's that okay but if you're when you're when you're signing a player right you're signing that asset and you're trying to bring him to the club that player has emotions and so you mm -hmm. can say hey I know we can't offer you the same amount as this other team but you are going to be next to your buddy, Francisco Lindor. You're going to be in New York. You're going to be welcomed within this community, et cetera, et cetera. You might have a better chance of winning a World Series. Uh -huh. You can manipulate that. They're at a point now where Stephen A. Cohen and his team at the Mets can say, well, look, you can go back to Minnesota, who might still want you at 10 years, 285, as was reported there at their final offer. Or you could stay with us for now 290 for 11 mm -hmm. or 12 years. So now less than what they had originally agreed to. I could see them lowering that bar and still being able to get a deal done because Carlos Correa goes, ah, you know what? I, I still would rather be in New York. And so it, it'll, it allows Stephen A. Cohen to get his asset, manipulate that uh, in a, in a businessy way, not in any kind yeah. of nefarious way, but a mm -hmm. businessy way, or even just put in some special opt-outs that protects the team saying, Hey, if this injury does come to fruition, we can actually walk away from that deal. We haven't really seen too many of those kind of deals, just JD Martinez. Uh, but I think we could see something like that. Eventually. I mean, when, when everything went down originally with, the giants with San Francisco. I mean, I did kind of wonder if like, Oh, did they bring up this medical thing because they were trying to maybe get 
a little better of a deal, maybe renegotiate. But now that it's just an issue, I'm very curious to see how this all pans out. Yeah, and it could take even longer because if the Mets really do want a a lower deal, and it, it, it we haven't got an update in a, in, a, in a few days, but yeah, uh, the last time it was like, no, nope, this will be the deal. We'll just have to kind of work out a couple you know, almost options for the team if, if something happens, some contingency plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the longer this goes on, the longer it could be, you know, the Mets maybe contacting um, the Players Association or even Scott Boris contacting the Players Association because the Players Association doesn't want this deal to fall apart and for him to get yeah. left. It sets a really bad precedent. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll the precedent that has been set is already pretty bad right now. So I don't I don't think anyone wants to see it get worse. Yeah, the uh, the Rangers signed Nathan Eovaldi to a two-year, $34 million deal, which begs the question, what's going on with the Rangers? Their rotation right now is Jacob deGrom, Martin Perez, who was an all-star last year, did get a qualifying offer, accepted it, Eovaldi, John Gray, and Andrew mm-hmm. Heaney, plus they got uh, Jake Odorizzi in a trade, essentially be their sixth starter. Mm-hmm. The Rangers, John Gray. Will John Gray win the West? Finally, ALS. You know what? The you, West? Have, you do have to wonder. I mean, it's clear that the Rangers have been going for just going for it for the past couple of off seasons. So I am curious to see if this is the season they pull it off, but they've got so much competition. <laughs> yeah, no, Seattle's still going for it. You know, again, maybe not with the same uh, type of firepower and their names, younger pitchers. And Houston's still Houston. And LA, I mean, there are some people that really like that rotation. Mm-hmm. Of theirs that they've uh, they've put together uh, during the off season, so it definitely won't be easy. But man, Texas is definitely going all in. So the rotation, phenomenal. You know a lot of those names. They are they mm-hmm. are their names. You know, they are names, no, undoubtedly. Names. Now on off offense, though, they do bolster such luminaries uh, on their projected twenty six man roster as Mark Mathias, Jonah Heim, not the band, the catcher, Brad Miller, Bubba Thompson, and Josh H Smith. Not the one you were thinking of, Susie. This one's Josh H. Smith. Right. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. So basically what I'm trying to say is their offense is also loaded. <laughs> they, they need to do some work uh, in, in that department. But Eovaldi uh, goes to Boston. They uh, Let's talk before we even actually talk about the Red Sox as an organization. Yeah. Uh, Let's look at these photos from the Winter Classic at Fenway. Oh, this is so fun. This is this looks amazing. I mean, Fenway is just a masterpiece of a ballpark. Um, so I love seeing love seeing a Winter Classic there. That yeah, looks the, so fun. The shot from the upper deck where you can see the, the rink in the entire stadium, some of the city of Boston in the background. Mm-hmm. Absolutely exquisite. At night, it looks amazing and then the first image that we oh there's a little diamond there too you can see that this image is is possibly my favorite because again it gives you that perspective where you're looking out to left field you can see the green monster you can see the lights you're just looking Mm -hmm. down on the ice and you almost have no idea how massive the stadium is surrounding them such a cool event such oh my gosh so cool and i loved what the bruins did where they dressed up as old-timey Old timey Red Sox players. They that was really fun. The Penguins did it too. They dressed oh up as God. the Pirates. I know. I didn't see that until like yesterday. I didn't see it either. I feel like I, I feel like the Bruins got a little more attention just because yeah. they were, you know, at their home ballpark. They may have they may have arrived first. I think that could be why. But I was like, that's a cool touch. That's that's pretty neat. I do like that. I liked that a lot. That looked like a lot of fun. We we were talking yesterday with with Spence. 
and I posited the idea of, I've been saying the word posit a lot. I need to stop that. Now that I, that's, you shouldn't do that in radio. <laughs> this is live. I'm going to give the tip away. If you do something too much or you're annoyed at yourself, don't draw attention to it because there's a good chance nobody else knows that you did it. Now everyone knows this is the posit cast. I said posit too many times. That's six times for posit. Now that's seven. To be fair, I definitely noticed that you were saying it. And I was like, wow, I guess Patrick doesn't know any other words. Um, I guess he's a big dummy. That's what I've been thinking. Uh, so, you know, I'm just glad you've acknowledged. <laughs> I've, I, yes, I've, I've confessed as much. Like, that was my word of the day on my calendar. Okay. I'm Wait, is to... it really? No, no, I don't. Oh. No, I, I, I read. I'm educated. I, I just. I, I read. I've read a words. book. I've read a book. I'm Patrick Lyons. I'm smart. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And, and the book used the word posit a lot. So that's that's why. But uh, so going back to the well on that one. But I came up with, see, that doesn't sound as nice. I came up with the idea or I created the idea. Dare just I say, say I just say the word, say the SAT word you want to say, Patrick. This dare I say I, I posited the idea that more of these crossover events would be great. We need another winter classic at Coors Field mm -hmm. and not another stadium series at the Air Force Academy. No, thank you. I don't, we, we, I've never discussed that. We we may have to at some point, Susie. That was wild. Yeah. But another crossover event. What are your thoughts on this? As you, I came up with this on the fly. What if each team did something like this, especially if they have an NFL uh, stadium in their town? Mm -hmm. If the MLB team for a weekend, a, a choice series, probably against the Dodgers, they played three games over the course of one weekend at mile high. What do you think? Oh, interesting. That would that would actually be kind of cool. I think that would be. I'm sure other people have suggested that. Maybe I don't know. But and again, who knows what the dimensions are? But again, it's it's three games. Look, when they go when the uh, the Cubs and Cardinals go over to London and play, like it's mm -hmm. going to be wild. And they eventually have a game in Paris. What are the dimensions going to be de depending on the stadium that they're at? Because mm -hmm. these are these are soccer stadiums or they're they're more like Olympic arenas. So like you know, there's a track. It's big enough to have a track around it. But yeah. it you know the the dimensions could be really strange could totally pack that out. That would be one where, again, there's already going to be 40,000 plus folks at Coors Field, but now we're talking like 70,000 at Mile High. That, that could be fun for a weekend. Can, or can, can we fill up that stadium? That's my question. Well, look, that goes against everything I just said in the first segment about selling your Dodgers tickets to Rockies games <laughs> because we'll fill it up, but there might be a lot of blue. We'll have to keep them to one side of the stadium, perhaps. Mm -hmm. Although, so is there like enough of a draw to host a game at Mile High when it really is kind of, it's so close to Coors Field and, you know, they're both outdoor venues. I I wonder if maybe like a series where like the Dodgers played at SoFi. SoFi is a really cool looking stadium. That's like brand new. I feel like that would be a little more of a draw than like maybe Mile High. Sorry if that's controversial, but I'm like, okay, these are like two stadiums that are like essentially down the street from each other. Yeah. Well, but it, SoFi, I mean, how close is SoFi to Dodger Stadium? I mean, that's essentially a similar scenario. Well, everything in LA is like very far away. And even sure. if it's super close in yeah. distance wise, it's a far drive. Yeah. Ultimately, again, it would be something that MLB would have to do some kind of, again, special series. And, mm -hmm. uh, and again, you, you, you wouldn't want to do it against the Milwaukee Brewers, right? Like it's yeah. still cool. That's at mile high, but it's not going to necessarily pull in, you know, the right amount. You're of not going to. 
you're not going to fill up mile high with the brewers in town. That's no. not going to happen. No, not at all. And again, you, you maybe you don't even do it for each and every team to do it at a football stadium. You only have a couple each year, but again, it just creates uh, an interesting situation. Cause I think you'd want all of MLB to be on hand and you really mm-hmm. make it a somewhat of a spectacle event because you gotta, you gotta do a lot of situating with the dimensions of the field and trying to make it work. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that it would require all of MLB to, to really support something like that. So I think it's just, again, it's baseball and a different, you know, uh, facility. And depending on what it looks like, are the, are the walls going to be really high? Is it going to be 299 down left field? Like mm-hmm. that could be, that could be really curious. That that could be interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and depending on how, you know, they, they orchestrate all the different events around kind of a weekend. I think that would do, do a better job. And again, you probably wouldn't start the concept of the, the NFL meets MLB crossover series, mm-hmm. you know, in Denver, although maybe you would, because again, people show out for Rockies games. People do that. People show out for Broncos games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I think that could work, but yeah, there, there's some planning that needs to be done. You, you're, yes, you, you Patrick, like it. Please, you like it. That's good. Please get on that plan. I know that you of course have nothing else to do. So just like you get on that and you send it to, you send it to MLB and we'll get sure it going. What, I'm not sure what Boston's doing because their plan in general has not been great. As mentioned, they lost Nathan Eovaldi to Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, there, the, the Mookie Betts trade continues to get worse. They designated for assignment. Jeter downs. One of the worst things ever happened to a Jeter in Boston. And I can't remember. <laughs> since when um but that deal continues to look really bad xander bogart's opt out he's now gone they couldn't figure that out they did uh sign today to a one-year deal 17.5 million rafael devers but that doesn't mean anything again this was his final year uh of club control so either they agree on something or they go to arbitration and someone decides how much you get paid so it's not as if it was any kind of extension, just a one-year deal that happens. They did also sign Corey Kluber to a one-year $10 million pact. It also has a club option for uh, next season. But I uh, I did see this uh, graphic, which I thought was interesting, okay. about the uh, about the Red Sox 2023 rotation, how uh, it would have been a great rotation in 2016. You have Chris Sale, who we'll see what happens with him uh, injury wise. Corey Kluber, fantastic. That that might have been a Cy Young year. James Paxton was fantastic back when he was healthy. That's really good. Nick Pavetta was a prospect at that point, but they're they're mm-hmm. running out some old names here and really crossing their fingers. Those Red Sox. Yeah. Wow, they're really putting a lot of faith in um these guys having good comebacks. Oh, Nick Pavetta, he was so great as a Philly. <laughs> True. That's right. Uh and then and then finally I don't know if you saw this, but the second patch or the second advertiser patch has been released. It was the Red Sox. They have partnered with Mass Mutual. So there's a, a little glimpse of what their advertiser patch will look like on their sleeve on the white homes, uh, home jerseys. Yeah. They're going to have a, a Navy patch with in white letters, Mass Mutual. And then uh, on the road or as an alternate jersey with the Navy uh, top, we'll have a white patch with in Navy Mass Mutual. So yeah, I you know what? I when these came out, I think I talked about it on one of the Susie shows, but I asked uh I asked D line, Eric Weedham, uh what he thought about this because I'm like, this logo looks terrible. Like it's so boring. And he's just like so much blank space on there. What what is this patch doesn't even look special. It doesn't look interesting. It is just the most boring thing I've ever seen. Uh it looks terrible. 
the Padres Motorola one looks looks all right. Like that that it's kind fine. of works. I'm fine with that because I'm like, okay, at least it's just like it's a it's a at least an interesting logo. And it and it blends because it it doesn't necessarily have like a border. Like I think it's like yeah, all exactly. brown and then just the logo on the inside is yellow. So it's it's fine. Whereas this one is, you know, it's got the the piping on it and it's terrible. Eh, not great. It's not it's great. pretty awful. I uh, I'm very disappointed. I I contend that it will be, it, it'll be in the middle tier in the long run. I think there's going to be ones that could be no. really bad. This I one think, is I just think this one. I think this one is going to be the worst one because it is wow. so boring. It's so boring. Their logo, also their logo in general, the Mass Mutual logo, just like five circles, awful, terrible. That no brand recognition whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, it might look better if the if you had the five circles on top of the word Mass Mutual. I just think that you are maybe giving too much credit for teams in like Cleveland and Cincinnati. Not to pick on your favorite cities in the Midwest, but though like what are the sponsors that they're going to partner with, and how great are their logos going to be? That's why I contend this one is maybe it'll be 18th. I'm I'm just going to call it right now. It's going to be the 18th best patch. It's it's not going to be in the 20s. I don't think. I it's think open. it is going to be in the 20. I guarantee I will shake on it right now, sir. All right. Here we go. That That's the over under 18.5. You're taking the over on, uh, on where it will rank in our rankings. That's fantastic. Sounds good, Patrick. Sounds good. That's it. And we've got a lot of off season to cover, so we might <laughs> so as well much. rank uh, some patches, but um, we got, we got, we'll talk about some, uh, some noggin business. We got umpires retiring. We've got uh, plenty more to talk about this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, it's all going down over on Twitter as well at DNVR underscore Rockies at Patrick D Lyons is where I'm at on Twitter. And y'all know you can find me at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. Hey, y'all know we got a little bit of momentum, but but you know what they say about momentum? What do they say, Patrick? It's only as good as your next show. So we will see you tomorrow at 11 a.m. on the DNVR Sports Channel on YouTube.